Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petalides. Joining us back on the show here is welcoming back our friend Tom Shannon, founder and CEO of Valero Corp, to talk about the company's quarterly report. You came when you had the debut of Bolero. Uh, now it's time for your quarterly report. And uh, this is the fiscal second quarter of 2022. And you saw revenue on the rise. I saw 177% growth. I mean, some of these numbers were incredible. And I started to wonder how you're going to keep up with these. Um, how did you feel about the quarter? You know, it was a pretty strong quarter, Nicole, but it would have been better. Um, Omicron or Omicron uh, hit us right before the busiest part of our event season, which is in December. We do an inordinate amount of holiday parties in the month of December. And the variant was announced, I think, on Black Friday. And what happened is uh, in the quarter, uh, our event revenue had been trending up. We actually comped positive for the first time since COVID in November. We were heading into December up I think about 10% on a run rate for events. And then Omicron hit and we ended up down 25%. So almost 70 million in EBITDA on the quarter, pretty strong. However, I think uh, it could have been $10 million higher. So um, bowling is booming. People are going out. There's enormous pent up demand. There's a lot of uh, uh, pent up savings and people are coming out and they're spending. So we're seeing really just demand is off the chart. Yeah, because the, I'll tell you that the, the market loved what you brought because over the last five days, the stock's up 20%, even while the rest of the market is to the downside. So it really shows you that you're getting um, a lot of love when it comes to what your company is doing. And if you're telling me it's only going to get better, um, do you see any slowing of growth at any point or you just see it continuing to boom for the next year ahead? I think we're going to have a very good year. I mean, look, we, we live in an uncertain world, right? So you never know what the next thing is that could come and, and cause us a speed bump or, or worse. But, you know, we, we've weathered the storm now for almost two years. And as soon as we were allowed to reopen in states, we just saw business comping up on a, on a same store basis, you know, double digits consistently. And it's really been that way for more than a year now. And so... Um, between our organic growth and acquisitions and new builds, I think we've got a really bright next 12 months ahead of us. And, you know, as you as you talk about the growth going forward, I mean, you're a national company. I see Canada, Mexico as well. You and I spoke on your debut. You said it started with one dilapidated bowling alley. We've all been to one of those where you turned it around and you made it fun and you put arcades, you put food but that last time we spoke, the bread and butter really was coming from the games and the shoes. Is that important for that to stay as your revenue leader? Well, it's the best part of the business. So there is no variable cost to a game of bowling or shoe rental. So if you think about it, about 66% of our revenue has no cost of goods sold. And that's why our margins are so high. You know, almost 70 million of EBITDA on 205 million, that's that's close to a 35% consolidated EBITDA margin, even with the headwinds from Omicron in December. You know, uh, it's a very high margin business. And the reason is, again, because there's no variable cost for two thirds of our revenue. Uh, 
people come for the bowling and we give them an immersive yeah. experience where there's food and beverage that support that and arcades if they want to go there uh, before or after the bowling. But bowling is why they come. Tell me why the share buyback. Is it too early in the life cycle of a new company to start talking about buybacks? Is it just showing your confidence in this company that it will continue to grow and you want to reassure shareholders? Why this step up here on the 200 million, the share buyback? Well, I'm glad you asked that. We're not a typical DSPAC company. You know, th this company's 25 years old. It's very profitable. Also in the earnings release, almost 200 million of TTM EBITDA, COVID affected. So that number is going to continue to climb. I think we issued uh, guidance uh, before we went public that we expected 285 million of EBITDA uh, this year. So uh, we're, we're a very profitable company and, and we're a 25 year old company. So when we went public, all of the use of proceeds were to redeem one of the other shareholders. Uh, I'm about co-equal with the other shareholder as the two largest shareholders. I didn't sell any shares uh, when we went public. The company didn't need the money. The company self-finances, as, as you can see, were very profitable. Um, so when the market sort of lumped us in with all the other post-DSPAC companies, we thought, wow, I mean, it, it's just too cheap. And the company's generating a lot of cash. We're generating more cash than we can spend uh, on, on new build and acquisition opportunities. Uh, and we said, well, what's a good use of cash? The shares are super cheap. Let's buy them back. Makes sense. It absolutely makes sense. Is there anything that uh, you're planning now that obviously you'll continue to acquire any bowling alleys that you think have fit your bill from coast to coast, north and south as well? Um, is there anything else that we should know about that might be off the beaten path? Like, is it taking Bitcoin? Is it getting a famous spokesperson? Or is it just doing exactly what you're doing right now? We're a pretty boring company that mm -hmm. has enormous growth potential. And by boring, I mean, you know, we're very formulaic. When we build or buy, we have a well-tested methodology for creating a really high margin, high ROI uh, business. So, you know, we've acquired well over 300 centers. We acquired AMF at a bankruptcy. We acquired the 85 bowling centers of Brunswick Corporation. When we buy a center, we usually more than double its profitability in very short order. Um, and so it's a tried and true business model, and we're just going to continue doing it. The beauty of the bowling space in the U.S. is there are close to 4,000 bowling centers, and we only own about 300 of them. We have less than 8% oh. market share. And you're yeah, the largest. Exactly. So, and you're the largest. Yeah. Correct. We're the largest in the world by 8x over number two, and yet we only have a sub-10% market share. So there are Interesting. thousands of centers out there that are potential acquisition candidates for us. And there are probably several hundred really good new build opportunities. And so okay. we're just going to keep doing the same thing again and again and again and, and keep growing the company. They're waiting for your signage. They want you to step in. Understood. Um, final question, and that is, do you, I mean, obviously, so many companies dealing with the same issues, and that is a churn in labor, higher wages that are needed to keep talent on board, 
um, higher costs and inflation. I mean, in your case, it could be food or whatever else you need for the company. Um, do you see translating at least some of those costs on or having a different price point, raising prices in the next 12 months? Well, we've raised prices in the last 12 months, and I expect that'll continue. The good thing about our business is we don't have any input cost on two-thirds of the revenue, right? So Boeing and shoes are not subject to inflation. However, you can take price in an inflationary environment. So that's really only added to our margin, believe it or not. Um, right. With regard to labor, okay. we've raised our average hourly rate over the last two years by $2. We're, we're, a, we're just a tick underneath $15 an hour. And so we've already taken a lot of that pain and yet we're still at, you know, close to a 35% consolidated EBITDA margin. So um, we, we've really weathered all the headwinds so far. Um, and we, we see all okay. the same inflationary pressures as everyone else, but, but we have pricing power that can deal with it. Tom, thank you so much. Uh, great to chat with you. Come back again soon. Always wonderful to have you back here on the show. A Bolero, B-O-W-L is the ticker symbol. Tom Shannon, CEO of Valero. Thank Thanks you. Thanks so much. Congratulations. Yeah. Great quarter.